every time you read a quote and it says go within, you don't understand what that means. I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Go within people say that, but that's an embodiment. And so I've really been living out this experience of going within and that has led to the life I really desire and the place I want to live currently. Hello, hi, I'm Erin Vandevin. Thanks for joining me today. This is Medium Lady Talks. This podcast is about figuring out the medium effort way to get the most out of life today. I hope the things I unpack here can role model and invite you to sort out your own ways to live life in the present. This is a show about experimenting to get closer to what matters most. I'm glad you're here, so let's settle in. Hello, hi, and welcome to Medium Lady Talks. This is episode 48. I'm your host, Erin, and today I'm going to be talking to Dr. Siobhan France of EmboldenSoul.com. Siobhan is a doctor of physical therapy. She's had a PT practice for 10 years, but the real theme of her life has always been, you know, feeling these big emotions, not knowing how to process them, and sort of hustling to manifest success, but really avoiding the life within. And today, Siobhan and I are going to talk all about using your feelings to find focus in your own life. Um, Siobhan has built a career out of helping empathetic and highly sensitive people and entrepreneurs master themselves and embody who they are so that they can create a life and business that they love. I think that even if you're not an entrepreneur, although entrepreneurialism has been a real theme on Medium Lady lately, I think that what you'll be able to learn from Siobhan is how we can stop finding validation and meaning in our lives from others and start turning inward in order to reconcile what we want with what we already have and realize that the gap is much smaller than we could ever possibly think. So without any further delay, here's my conversation with Dr. Siobhan France. I hope you enjoy. Hello, hi, and welcome to Medium Lady Talks. I'm your host, Erin Vandevin, and today I am joined by a very special guest, Dr. Siobhan France. Siobhan, welcome to Medium Lady Talks. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm so good. I'm so pumped for this. This has been a long time waiting, I think. It really has been, I think, a very long time waiting. Siobhan is a business embodiment coach. She really uh, targets her her really amazing work, which you're going to hear all about, towards people who are empathetic, people who are generally in healthcare service, would you say, Siobhan? We have met by the algorithm. We are kind of like an algorithm match on Instagram. I think it's funny. So yes, I I have branched out um, from working with only people who are in healthcare, but I would say that's primarily who I work with now. But yes, we did meet via the algorithm. And as I was thinking about this earlier, I was like, wow, it was the exact hashtag three wing two, three. Yeah. <laughs> it was that hashtag that we met. And I said to myself, Ooh, we're like internet besties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was an instant connection. So if anybody knows their Enneagram type, the Enneagram is a, is a personality framework that helps people understand sort of their motivations, what challenges them and what uplifts them. That's like a really like not really doing the Enneagram service, but 
I am a three wing two. And I think I had hashtagged a post three wing two, because when I discovered that it clicked a lot of things into place for me and Siobhan, I guess that hashtag, you're also a three wing two. And, and that brought us together and we really have been in each other's lives via Instagram for years now. Yes, totally. I messaged you the other day because you posted in your stories, your kids. And I was like, I love (laughs) watching them grow up. I was like, I love them so much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because Beckett was literally a baby when we first became friends. And now, well, you know, he's Beckett, he's three now and, and running me ragged. But you've also seen many iterations and phases of life, for sure. Moves and relationships and jobs and family stuff. And and yeah, so we're going to get into some of that today. But Siobhan, I think the best thing for us is to talk about, for you to share with the Medium Lady audience, you know, who are you and what are you all about? Wow, such a simple question, but like so much depth. So I'm a physical therapist by trade, entrepreneur by night. That's what I've been saying for a long time, but it's really interesting because I've been a physical therapist for 10 years and I was burnt out two years into my career. And that really led me looking for other ways to make money. But really looking back now, I was looking for other ways to be in creative expression of myself to help people the way that I really desired to help. And I felt so stifled and so limited in the healthcare system. And I just couldn't show up the way I wanted to. I felt like I signed up for something and like, this wasn't it. This wasn't what I thought. So I started my first business two years out and I went to this event, this internet for marketing newbies event. And I learned everything, internet marketing, everything about the interwebs. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm going to do. So I started creating rehab programs for people. Um, I started selling them on Amazon. I started creating digital products and I sold that through my own website. I authored my first book in 2014 and things were just going really, really great. And um, was making money, more money at that time actually in that business than I was in my PT career. And it was, it was great. It felt really good. What started to happen was I didn't have the principles of business and entrepreneurship. I was ignorance on fire. I was very excited and I took everything that they told me and I did it and voila, right? Seems kind of magical, but there are limiting beliefs that I had and things that just kept creeping up that I really kept pushing down. So What do we do next? We look for the next shiny object. (laughs) (laughs) I joined a network marketing company, which is really very near and dear to my heart. And I'm still with that company today, but I joined that company. It is in the health and wellness arena. And I did really well. Again, like things going really well, hit a rank in the company that a lot of people don't. And I was still finding myself in the same place, um, kind of hitting this wall. And it led me to where I am right now, which is very specifically helping those who are empathetic and highly sensitive. I call us the feelers of the world, but helping us navigate entrepreneurship in a way that feels good for us. Not that you don't need strategy, not that those things aren't important. They are, but if you don't know how to manage yourself, you're not going to make it in business. You cannot out strategize how you feel when you show up. Mm -hmm. If you're not having a good day, do we fall into those feelings or 
do we know how to shift some kind of underlying belief? So that's really what I help men and women do now is really improve their confidence, improve their spiritual development, because I do believe entrepreneurship and wealth building and wealth creation is very spiritual. So I help people tap into that component of themselves in order to live the life that they desire and see the success that they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a I'm a, a really big believer in what you're putting out there. And for lots of reasons, I have taken um, one of Siobhan's classes this past spring. And not only was it, you know, truly uh, self-care investment, but it also brought together community of people who were really in the same like-minded space. And I think what we did was just that in that class was a lot of belief-based work about where you're at and where you want to be and removing the resistance between the two to really acknowledge that you've always been closer than you think. And you're always pretty much exactly right where you want to be. And, and that, and that when you embrace that is when you allow yourself to move forward through your goals, appreciating and acknowledging and celebrating the present moment. And I'm saying it like it's just kind of rolling off my tongue. But Siobhan, I think the gift that you really give people is the thought work, you know, lots of lots of thoughtful questions, lots of things that like, you know, that live rent free in my mind, you know, that saying and and really become transformative well after the class well after the time that we spend um, working with you. So, you know, that's a bit of like my endorsement of Siobhan and the and the the work that she's putting out there. But I was your friend long before I was your student. And I think what's really great is that the Medium Lady Talks audience today can can understand a little bit about what the journey was to bring you to that place. Because what I'm really trying to promote on the podcast is building the place in the world that was made for you. And you're the only person who can build that. But we really get in our way a lot of the time and and society gets in our way too. And so, you know, I'd love to hear from you a little bit more about the journey that you talk about from burnout to what I'm going to call hustle. Maybe you wouldn't call it hustle, but you're a tremendously hard worker, Siobhan, even today. And anybody who's following Siobhan online gets a really steady dose of inspiration daily. No matter what Siobhan is doing, she is living the moment. Like it doesn't matter where she's at. If she's looking at a beautiful sunset or she's like putting out incredible reps at the gym, it is just like saturated living in the moment. So, but, but, you know, I really appreciate what you said about the journey that it took to get from, from there to there, because I think even if you stop at your post burnout journey, where you say like, listen, I dedicated myself to following the rules to taking advice, and I was successful. There's a lot of people who would say and she lived happily ever after but you have like chapters and chapters after that point. So talk us through a little bit more of that if you're if you're willing to kind of, you know, peel back the onion layers of those, those chapters. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for saying that. I really do appreciate that because sometimes you put out work and you wonder, is anybody listening? But oh, yeah, I think, I think the beauty about this now is, and not to sound harsh, I don't care if anyone's listening. And I mean that with so much love because I've gotten to the space now where I love my creation and my life so much that I'm going to give it to the world regardless. Mm -hmm. And I do hope people are on this journey with me and I can help and inspire. 
But I think that's also, you have to be willing to show up even when no one is watching. Yeah. How you get people to watch. So I say what I said with so much love, because I want you guys to understand that you have to be willing to do the work for you and not do it for other people. And I think that's really part of the journey for me was I wanted a better life because my parents struggled really hard. Both of my parents immigrated here from Trinidad to give my brother and I a better life. Mm -hmm. My mom had a stroke when she was 29. I was five years old. So we went from a two income household to a one income household overnight, expecting to live this, you know, American dream. But I saw hustle and struggle and really not making ends meet still. Mm -hmm. That was really embedded in my mind. So this work hard mentality is how I started those beginning entrepreneurial ideas, right? And it did lead me to money. It did lead me to more than I ever had. However, it didn't allow me to sustain it and keep it. And I think those are very different when you're in this journey. There's a lot of people who can make it and make it fast, but being able to keep it is a whole different ballgame. And that's why I promote the work I do now is it's all about self. Can I manage myself? And I wasn't able to do that. I was consistently seeking. And I think that's a very common theme is we're always looking for the next thing. We're always looking for whatever it is we think we're going to get when we purchase something or we have the more money or we do the whatever we're looking for the feeling when at the end of the day you can actually create the feeling right now in the present moment and in the present moment of creating the feeling is actually how you get the thing that you desire and so it really goes back to starting with you but there's so much distraction out here Mm -hmm. It is not allowing us to focus on the things that matter most. And, you know, I love marketing, but then there's a part of me that's so sad about how people market because they do sell the dream. They sell the dream of the lifestyle, but no one picks up the veil to go, well, what's underneath that lifestyle? Are you really really doing those things? Right. And they, they even get disembodied themselves trying to continuously promote that lifestyle. And so one of my coaches before said, it's like the blind leading the blind. I'm like, how can people make money that way and sustain it? And she said, it's the blind leading the blind. There are going to be people that are creating from their souls. And there's going to be people that are creating from their ego self. And both are going to continuously exist. And so it's finding this harmony between creating from soul, but still being relevant to the marketplace and knowing how to market. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it was through all of this of me really finding a way to be in full expression, really finding a way to not hide, really finding a way to fulfill on what I told my seven-year-old self once is I want to do life's work. Like Mm -hmm. I always felt like I was going to do life's work and I thought physical therapy was it. And I think throughout this journey, I've really recognized we have to be able to experiment with different things because when we pick the careers we have, we're not the same person five years in, 10 years in, sometimes, shoot, not even six months in, right? Like something happens and we're like, wow, this really isn't what I thought. But I want us to be able to experiment more. And it doesn't need to be you quit your job and you do something drastic. Recognize that it could all be very gradual. You can start the podcast. You can start the YouTube channel. You, you can start the thing right now with where you are. People are looking for more outlets and more 
creative expression of self. And I think once you get yourself to a place of just getting started, you're going to recognize that there's so much more out there. So all of that to really say that we have to continuously allow ourselves to evolve. And I, I just posted about this this morning, allow ourselves to evolve without making your evolution right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And school taught us that we are so rigid and we start and we finish and we can see the finish line. It is that degree or that certificate. But once you're in this game of life, there is no finish line. It is a continuous evolution. It's a continuous practice of presence and where you are. So if we allowed ourselves to evolve more without trying to stay in the box, I think you'll start to see a lot of anxiety go away, a lot of depression go away and not to not to minimize any of those things because I've struggled with that bad, like behind the scenes. And I think it's one of those things where I knew deep down that there was a better way financially, but I knew deep down there was a better way to live, just period. Mm -hmm. I had seen it. And besides seeing it, I felt it. I just knew there was just something inside that was like, I've got to figure this out. I feel like I've been trying to crack the code right? But every time you read a quote and it says, go within, you don't understand what that means. I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Go within people say that, but that's an embodiment. And so I've really been living out this experience of going within. And that has led to the life I really desire and the place I want to live currently. I had a recent move to uh, Florida and so it's, it's led to the life it's, it's led to wanting to put out courses to help people. It's led to more clients. It's led to more money. It's led to those things, but I'm so fulfilled right now. It's not even funny, but Mm -hmm. because of my fulfillment, I'm able to serve at the capacity. So I know you said, you know, I work hard. I do work hard, but it feels good to me Mm -hmm. hard in this level of flow. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't feel hustle in any way. And it used to at one time when I had my other things going on, it used to feel like a lot of hustle. But now I'm in such an ease and such a flow that I could do this all day. And the work I do now gives me energy. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't take it away. When you say, you know, manage your feelings, mm. you know, the difference between here and there is managing your feelings. Yes. What was the light bulb moment for you when you were like, oh, I can change this? And how do you get people started with changing it for themselves? I got a two-part answer here. Perfect. Uh, A lot of people create through pain. Mm. Because pain creates focus. When you are in pain, the thing you want to do is get out of pain. So... If you're in the middle of a storm and you're on your ship, you are looking for sunlight. You are looking for sunlight and you are turning the wheel of your ship to look for sunlight. And that has created intentional focus on the direction you want to go. So you've widened your lens to look for sunlight and you've made the lens of the storm get smaller. So I've created through pain initially And what kind of launched a lot of new things for me was actually August of 2021. I went through a really bad breakup 
And I've never been through anything like that in my life. And it's not something I've really publicly talked about. So I would say this is a first right now yeah. to even say that in an open, in an open space. I've talked about it if you're inside my programs, but this is an open space. Went through a really bad breakup. And the thing I wanted to do the most was get out of pain. And getting out of pain created such an intentional amount of focus for me and really deciding I'm creating my life and no one will ever treat me like that again. It was from a space of I'm doing this, not from a space of like, I'm a victim. It, it shifted for me internally because of that focus. So when I'm really looking to help people get started, it is actually to sit with your stuff. And I could have done two things back in August. I could have pushed against what I was feeling and tried to pretend like it was all okay and kept going. Or I could have sat with my stuff. And one of the reasons why we create so much resistance is because we feel it and we try to not feel it. Mm -hmm. And in trying to not feel it, we create that resistance we're pushing against. And so I said, I'm going to feel it. I said, I'm going to feel it. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to feel the pain. And I tell you, it took over my body in a way that I'd never experienced before, because not only did I let that experience in, I let in other things that I'd been holding back. But I started to notice that every time I let a little bit more in and I was really sitting with it, the lighter I felt, the less it bothered me, the more focus I got. And I was actually feeling stronger internally. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? You've had those moments where you feel so strong, you feel kind of invincible, but it happened because I was able to just kind of sit in the stuff for a bit. And I didn't make it mean anything. I didn't make it mean anything about me that I wasn't loved or I wasn't good enough, but I sat in my stuff and I just felt. And in the feeling came the focus. In the feeling, I let go of the resistance. So when people are looking to get started, I want you to create immense presence with where you are and what you're feeling. And then we have to understand why those feelings come up and know how to shift them, right? Ask ourselves better questions in order to shift them. But that first step is to feel. Don't try to not feel something. That is so hard. That is so hard. And before we get to that, you said something that I wanted to touch on, which is when you talk about pain creating focus, I immediately dropped into my own story, my own, I guess, origin story, which is related to deep, profound pain in the postpartum period. And I've shared this off and on, sort of like the high-level overview of it. And I, I probably should do a full episode dedicated to it and everything it's taught me from that moment. But the creation of Medium Lady ultimately came out of that pain. And I think if I knew then what I know now, I think I probably would have realized what I was on the precipice of and realized all of the like a decade's worth of thought and beliefs that led me up to this incredible moment and like dropped into well you either are going to become who you really are or you're going to die 
And, and I say you're going to die. And I'm not saying that like my life was actually in peril, but my way of living was probably really like on the edge. And a lot of that came from totally taking my identity from whatever people were serving me about who I was. And whenever that, that, that meal was removed from me, feeling completely at a loss and disconnected. So when you talk about that, I feel as though you're telling my story in terms of like creating out of pain. And I don't think everybody has to create out of pain. I actually like prefer to no longer (laughs) create out of pain. Um, And I think what Siobhan's teaching all of us right now is in fact, how to start to create out of a place that's perhaps not as painful, not as resistant, not as um, not out of hardship because there there is ease to it and there is flow to it. But let's go, uh, since sharing that, let's go back to what you said. And what I what I was going to say is that feeling your feelings is something I heard a lot. And it sort of felt like something people say, but you can't really teach someone how to feel their feelings, except Siobhan, you can you can teach people how to feel feelings because you taught me and listen, I'm the, I'm the daughter of a nurse and a social worker. I should have been well educated on feeling my own feelings, but it's really also again about, and this is something that thematically has come up in other podcasts is about increasing the dose of your own discomfort that you can handle time over time over time. And sometimes it's feeling a feeling for 30 seconds before you give back into the instinct of moving on, of distraction, of avoidance. And then the next time you feel your feelings for five minutes. And the next time you might feel your feelings for, you know, a whole day or three hours, or you might really just find yourself um, able to do it. It It is, it does take practice. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does take practice. And let me just piggyback to what you said about creating through pain. Yes, most people do create through pain. I do believe and I know for sure you can absolutely create through pleasure as well. Um, you absolutely can. And that's that's the space I'm in now is creating from sheer pleasure. But even then, it was hard to create from pleasure because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not as focused because I realized that the pain made me focus. Mm-hmm. So I had to retrain my focus a lot differently because creating through pleasure can feel harder because it's like, well, what do I want? Like nothing's painful. I don't need to move on from where I am. Right. But understand that through creation and just sheer excitement, you can create. So yes, I I wholeheartedly believe you can create through pleasure and I fully promote that. Um, But also also recognize that if pain does happen and does push you, then I want you to be able to turn that around and create through pleasure as well. I did want to say that. Feeling, back to feeling the feelings. One of the things I think we, and I say we, a lot of people, but I'm going to classify the feelers of the world. We have become better at feeling other people's feelings than our own. Mm. And because because we felt other people's feelings better than our own, we can't sit in our own discomfort. It doesn't feel good. It feels better to feel their discomfort than it does ours because it's not real. And so I, I agree with you. You want to be in that discomfort in a graded way. And I actually teach, do very subtle discomforting things where your body knows you're not going to die. 
Like if you pull up into work every single day and you park in the same parking spot because you like being under this tree, park in a different end of the lot. Mm -hmm. Take the train, get on a different cart and sit on the opposite side. You want to allow your body to experience your own discomfort in some kind of way. Even if it's something simple like that, even if it's brushing your teeth with your opposite hand, it, it could be anything, but you want to create more discomfort that is your own. So that way you're in a space of recognizing, okay, this is, this is still safe. This is still okay. And I'm not going to die because the moment you feel discomfort, your brain thinks you're going to die. Yeah. The first thing it's going to do is want to save you and want to be protective. And sometimes it does that in the future state. Yes. So it, you know, and one of the things that I've had to work really hard on is acknowledging that when I'm worried about the future, my body is experiencing that as if it's happening right now, Mm -hmm. you know? So if I worry about my kids going to school and getting bullied or hurt or something terrible happening to them, it makes me feel out of control. But then what I do is I actually embody my myself responding to getting an emergency phone call from the school that something terrible has happened to my kids. And I think when you talk about managing your feelings, <laughs> that's what it takes. That's That's really where you can really harness a lot of power is to say, the way I'm feeling right now is related to a choice about about my thoughts that are, and you would say this so much better than I would, is, you know, about making a choice to live through events that haven't happened. And that's also experiencing discomfort that isn't real. You know, instead of instead of sitting in the real feelings, or we choose discomfort that isn't real, or we choose the discomfort of others, the feelings of others. I, that's so funny, when you when you said that, the thing that came up for me was, how much power we give away to other people because we choose to feel their discomfort over our own. And when we give that power away, we have no power to create, which Mm. is why it's so hard for people sometimes to move because they don't recognize that they've given their power away. I always like to say, we, we create in the present moment. Everything we are doing and saying in this millisecond of a second is happening right now to create what's happening in the future. The moment you are living in the future and you've got anticipation and anxiety, you're pulling from the energy of the present moment. If you're in the past, then you are replaying all the pain, all the suffering, because you're likely not remembering anything good, right? So you're you're now pulling energy from the past and pulling energy into the future, and you're making a very, very thin line. Mm-hmm. Are pulling the energy from the present moment. But if you were to focus on presence right now, you're going to bring all the energy from the past. You're going to bring all the energy from your future right now. And you're going to be a ball of fire. Mm-hmm. You're not going to feel powerful. You are going to be power. And those are very different. So if I'm living in the future or living in the past, I can be powerful. But if I am living in the present moment, I am power. And I'm creating from here. So learning to practice presence is the first step of creation for life and business. Because if you decide you want to be an entrepreneur and have a business, great. But if you decide that you just want to be in a job and you want to have the best job where you get to be of service for someone else, 
that's great too. You're going to get both by living in the present moment. The job opportunity might not even be created for you yet, but you being so present and being open to opportunities coming your way, you're going to meet the person at the coffee shop. Maybe, maybe that person you're standing behind in line has a, has a bag and the bag has a company logo. And you've always thought, oh my gosh, I wanted to work for that company. If you're living in the present moment, you're going to recognize that company's logo on that bag or the person in front of you at the coffee line. And you're going to ask to speak to that person because you're going to be in presence and feel power and be power. And you're going to ask the question and that might be the exact contact that you need to get your foot in that door to have that dream job that you've always wanted. But you would not have known that had you been wrapped up in the past or in the future and being focused on the fact that things aren't working out. You're going to not notice that logo. You're going to forget that that even exists. And you just missed an opportunity because you weren't present. So regardless of if you want to be in business, not be in business or whatever, the goal is that you want to take control of your life and you want to live your life by design, whatever that means for you. Mm -hmm. And you noticing those things and opportunities that are here for you and available, well, you only notice if you're in the present moment. If you're so far into the future and trying to play out how it's all supposed to happen, you've cut yourself off from so many possibilities because you're thinking it's supposed to look like this, 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 and you've cut yourself off. But if you are present, you're now open to so many other things that your brain and body can't see or feel right now. It's, it's going to be a random experience. And I say random because it's, it's what happens when you create in the present moment. Things happen out of nowhere. And one of the guys I really follow, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he talks about that. He's like, it's going to feel like it came out of nowhere. But you created that. You created that with your presence. It didn't come out of nowhere. The only reason why it feels that way is because it came in a way that you couldn't predict. So if you could predict it, that means that you are creating more of the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you can't predict it, then it just came for you in that way, but you noticed it because you were so present. And that's, that's the difference there. And once you're feeling your feelings in this present moment, you're going to feel the feelings of everything and release the resistance so you can allow the opportunities. You can start to see things differently. You are one of these rare people. I think, Siobhan, your superpower is that you can kind of access this idea of the metaverse because of how present and activated you are at any given moment. I think that you're really tapping into something that feels almost like it's on this level of like quantum physics. It's like, has Siobhan accessed the fourth dimension? Like maybe, <laughs> you know, may it's very possible. It's very possible that Siobhan has actually just activated another dimension and she just wants us all to like come along with her into that dimension. I do, Has, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> so we're going to pause this conversation. We're going to take a quick break and then Siobhan and I are going to come back for part two of our conversation um, in a moment. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. 
please make sure to reach out and connect on Instagram with me. I can be found at medium.lady over there. If you have any feedback about today's conversation with Siobhan, you can head to the pink tile in my feed for the latest episode and we can always continue the conversation over there. Siobhan can be found online at emboldensoul.com or on YouTube as Dr. Siobhan France, as well as on Instagram where she and I first connected. She can be found at Dr. Siobhan France, all one word. If you like this podcast, please make sure to share a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you love this podcast, please share it on social media. Be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you for growing our community. Finally, be sure to follow this podcast wherever you're listening and make sure your notifications are on so you do not miss part two of this conversation next week. Don't forget, you're doing such a good job. Bye.